the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever been tempted to skip dusting, you know, when you're doing your chores? It's such a pain, right? Besides, what's the big deal if there's dust on the ceiling fan or a dust bunny rolling around here or there? That's right. I say once every two or three years, whether it needs it or not. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I blame our producer Griffin for finding this story for me. According to a lung expert, yeah. it is not a good idea to skip the dusting. Dust is made up of skin cells, bits of bugs, your hair, and chemicals from your household products. And if left unchecked, it can lead to serious lung infections. (laughs) It can also create asthma. They say the best way to handle it is a damp cloth or mop because a dry one can just move the particles around. Mm. So great. Thanks for getting in my head, producer Griff. (laughs) Now everybody's thinking about their ceiling fan. (laughs) Oh, when you do finally climb up on the bed and do it, first of all, it gets you dizzy. Secondly, it's gross. We have one in our living room that's really high. We have those vaulted ceiling, like oh, really cool. high ceilings. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's cool till you got to get on the ladder and get up there and clean the fan because <laughs> our ladder like- is just not tall enough. So you kind of have to stretch a little bit and go. I'm going to wind up on the news. I'm going to be the guy that that wasn't smart enough not to get on the top step. And that's the only one company's coming type of task. (laughs) No kidding. Are you always trying to love and serve others? Coming up, wait till you hear what this nurse does with her time off. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Are you always praying to God that he would use you to love and serve others? Well, check out what this nurse does with her time off. Brooke has been a nurse in Nevada close to three years, and when she has a day off, she still goes to the hospital, and she'll brush and braid the hair of her patients. No kidding. She said we're hardwired for human touch, and it helps her patients feel better. She said it's even more important with the isolation from COVID. And this all started with one patient whose hair was really snarled, and she was way too weak to brush it out. And it really bothered her patients. So Brooke went, brushed it out, braided it. And when she left that lady's hospital room, she was a different person. Okay. And that's when she realized the power of touch and the power of someone just getting their hair brushed out. Well, if you've ever spent time even just going to the doctor, you can be very dehumanized and just kind of feel like... You're a science experiment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's not a, I'm not a person sitting here. I'm just this case. Um, so, the humanity that she restores in them by going great? and doing that. What a so, way to use her time off. Very cool lady. Is your child an introvert or an extrovert? Coming up, how to connect with your introverted child. Okay, so this is a big deal. Is your child an introvert or an extrovert? I have a friend who is the biggest extrovert trying to raise an introvert, and it is a struggle because it's hard to you know relate we have four kids and Um, it's a mixed bag yeah how do you relate to someone who's energized by being alone when you're an extrovert (laughs) um a mom who is raising twin daughters get this one is an extrovert one is an introvert 
has some really wise advice. She said, with introverted kids, you need to spend a lot more time listening and a lot less time talking. Respect your child's need to have alone time and to be quiet. And remember that introverted kids are much more sensitive and make their feelings hurt more easily. Finally, don't force your introverted child to have a bunch of playdates or pressure them to have more friends. Often one or two quality friends is all an introvert needs. Hmm. Still so hard. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm thinking of the friend I'm thinking of and I'm like, if I told her all this, she'd be like, that, that's all you got for me? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you help me more? It is hard, especially when kids go through those middle school and high school years and they get kind of push away from you mm-hmm. anyway. So when you're there already introverted and then they push away on oh, top of it. Oh, so painful. It can be really hard. I experienced one of life's most frustrating, modern life's most frustrating things you can go through. And that is trying to opt out of some type of email that you're getting. Have you ever been stuck in that circular level of Dante's Inferno? I mean, it's just awful with some of these people. They don't want to let you go. It's like a clingy, I don't know, ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or something. You're like, no, it's done. It's over. You were just complaining about this a week ago. It's, you must well, still be having trouble. Here's the problem. I'm I'm a sucker for sign up for our email list and get 10% off your order. I'm like, sweet. Right. And, and then, now you're subscribed to a million, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't, it's not just that they sell your address to other people. So you mm-hmm. might go for 10% off a pair of new tennis shoes and before you know it, you're getting life insurance ads. You know what I mean? And you, you try to opt out, and it's, we hate to see you go. Maybe we can manage your the number of emails you're getting. Share with us why you're leaving. You can control the number of messages you receive from us. Click one of these options. No. And then you, you have to hunt, and unsubscribe is written in little teeny, teeny, tiny letters way well, at the bottom of the screen. And then after you go through all that... You get an email within like 10 minutes. We're so sorry you left. Maybe you'd reconsider. You're just like, stop. Okay, so I gave you this idea last week when you went crazy about this. I'll give it to you again. Set up a separate email account that's only for this kind of junk. And then it won't really bother you. You get your quick discount and then... That would be a simple, easy, thoughtful solution to the problem. But I don't feel like doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So then we all get to hear you complain at least once a week about I can't it. Be, I cannot be the only one that goes through this with trying. I mean, some of them are good. Some of them you click unsubscribe and it says you are unsubscribed. Some of them are good. But I don't know what service or platform some of these other folks are using that they just do not let you go. It's crazy. It's almost, almost enough to make me not get the 10% off. I'll still do it, <laughs> but it's almost to the point where I'm done. My wife and I, we are admittedly late to the party on this one, but we started watching and we binge watched a few episodes. Stranger Things. Oh, I've heard some stuff about the show, but I've never seen it because I don't have Netflix. Yeah, it was What'd my, you think? my well, my daughter watched it. My daughter Amber watched it, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, mom, dad, you have got to watch this. It's from the '80s. You all, it's set in the '80s. You all are from the '80s. You'll love it." Are they little kids with superpowers or something like that? Well, like, it, what's it, it about? It's it's kind of like it's more 
Okay, I don't like scary movies, right? Mm-hmm. And right. this is about as scary as I'll go, which my kids are teasing me relentlessly for because they're like, that's not scary. I'm like, oh my gosh. And for me, it's like double lock the doors and sleep with the lights on scary. For me. For them, it's like, you're a wimp, Dad, and I'll, I'll admit it, I am. But here's the thing that we found interesting about watching this show, which is very suspense, suspenseful, and I can see why it was so popular, because every episode ends, you're like, well, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next, right? That's what you wind up thinking. But we're at the point in our lives where, kind of like when you watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off now, you kind of get the perspective of the parents more than the kids. Ah. <laughs> like you watch The Breakfast Club, and you're like, well, they are kind of being brats. The adults do have a point. And I find myself doing the same thing watching this. I'm like, where are the parents? What are the parents doing? And feeling the frustration of the parents and the adults in the show rather than the perspective of the kids who it all, the whole show focuses around. Mm. <laughs> it's defined, by the way, as a horror television series. So I can see why you're oh, kids for me, are shocked that you're oh, watching th- it. This is like my, this is my scary movie limit. Are you having Which, nightmares? Is it affecting you mm, when you try to go to bed at night? Maybe. <gasps> no. <laughs> maybe you should not watch like, it anymore. I don't like scary movies. That's the are whole you thing. hooked this though? Is, did, are you going to keep watching? I'm more hooked than my wife is. She's like, she's like, ah, you know what? I think I, I can cannot live. believe Kevin Avery is watching a horror TV show. This is huge. well, according to my kids. The, uh, on their scale, because they like really scary movies, on their scale of scary movies, this would this would be like going to Disney and getting on, I don't know, the Mickey Mouse roller coaster and being <laughs> like, I did it! I went on a roller coaster! Like, that's not a roller coaster. It's the apparently the equivalent. I don't know. Anybody in your family a big Star Wars fan coming up? This Star Wars adventure? Well, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. Okay, so do you have a huge... Star Wars fan in your family. Uh, Before you go promising to go to Walt Disney World in Orlando to stay at the brand new Star Wars hotel when it opens up, (laughs) you might want to hear this first. A two-night stay, which is required. You're not allowed to stay for just one night. Well, yeah, if you're going to save the galaxy, it takes two nights, not one. (laughs) It will set you back close to $5 thousand dollars for just two guests for two nights what Whew, that's a lot of money to visit a galaxy far far away holy r2d2 that's nuts <laughs> it's an immersive experience that gives you the illusion you're on a cruise through space and it includes live entertainment lightsaber training character interactions role play and elaborately themed dining does it give me the illusion that that was a good idea to begin with? <laughs> oh my I'd rather go to Europe a couple of times. How much? Five grand a five person? Gr- five grand for two people for two nights. Huh. So about four, fifty, you know, half of that. So twenty five hundred <laughs> per person for two no. nights. You have to stay two nights. You no. can't go for one night. Wow. <laughs> because it's a cru- a cruise through space, so oh, they're not yeah, going to land yeah. you back down on Earth. In just one night. How much is it to actually go into space with Branson or Bezos? 250000 I think. So if you just saved your money <laughs> <laughs> for a few more years, if you re- squirreled away every penny, <laughs> you could, really, you could go. really go into space instead of pretending <laughs> to go in. But you know what? The food's probably way better <laughs> at Disney than, <laughs> than on Branson's deal. Taylor, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot here. 
But I have a feeling what I'm about to ask you is one of those times where you're going to take a paper and start fanning your underarms. Oh, no. Because oh, <laughs> you get gosh. all nervous. What are you doing? I saw an ar- article a few days ago, and it was about strange things that people do when they're a guest in your home. Yeah. And you shared with me last week one of the strangest things I've ever heard of someone doing as a guest in someone's house, something you and your husband did. Do you mind if I bring it up next? I don't remember what you're talking about, so I'm even more scared. So I saw something a few days ago, Taylor, and it was about weird things that people do when they're guests in other people's houses. And it was full of like, they check the medicine cabinets or they'll look through drawers, that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But you shared something with me that made me think that Taylor and her husband can top all of them for what? weird guest behavior. I'm, I don't remember telling you any of any of this. What am, What is it? Okay. You went and stayed at your in-laws mm-hmm. the other you know, couple weekends or last weekend or something. Yeah. You went and stayed there. And you told me that the bed in their guest room was so uncomfortable that you and your husband had a mattress delivered there mm-hmm. to sleep in. That's weird. Yeah. That is, who does that? Well, they they're have, have a very strict budget, <laughs> tight Social Security income. Yeah. And every time we went there, we would get horrible backaches. Yeah. And so we bought a cheapo mattress, a, a Costco bed in a box, and gave it to them. <laughs> gave and it to them for his, us. <laughs> his dad, you, his dad started sleeping down there a lot. He liked it so much that we bought them one for their bed too. That which is a king. Theirs is a king. This is just a. How did they I think receive? It's only a full. How did they receive? And because I've known you and your husband for decades, mm-hmm. and I know you didn't intend it to be received as insulting in any way but mm-hmm. how do you think they were were they happy or were they like oh my gosh we're so sorry we had no idea they were super grateful we didn't ever said like <laughs> oh my gosh that mattress you've had is horrific well i think the we gift said hey we got in, you a new in mattress <sighs> you always have to twist things <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like hey um here here's a vacuum cleaner <laughs> Actually, I think his mom had us get her one for Christmas one year. That's what she wanted. We noticed your carpets could use a little help. There's a no. vacuum cleaner. No offense. But no, yeah, we bought, we love that mattress now. We sleep so much better when we go yeah. to visit. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we used to get the worst backaches. Okay, I would like to hear from y'all. Give us a call. Am I the only one that heard that and went, huh, that's kind of weird? To buy a mattress for someone else's house. Claire, back me up. Am I the only one that thinks it's a little weird that Taylor and her husband bought a mattress for someone else's house's guest bedroom? <laughs> no, I did that at my parents' house. Yes! Same problem. Woke up one morning, my back was hurting so bad as I was driving home, heard an ad on the radio for, you know, interest free, and I called my mom when I got home and I said, How about if I send a mattress to your house? And she said, okay, so I'll inherit it later. (laughs) We even made sure we were there when it got there because we helped lift off the old mattress and put the new one on. We were there for How would you feel if someone came and stayed at at your guy's house? Taylor, how would you feel if someone stayed in your guest room and a week later a mattress shows up? Hey, just thought you'd like to know. It was a little uncomfortable. So here, would you be insulted? Um, <laughs> I do ask my guests, I'm like, okay, what's, how's, how was everything? And like my, a friend of mine was like, 
that pillow you had in there was terrible. <laughs> I, I said, well, I asked you to be honest, so thanks for yeah, letting ta- me know. Taylor's like, yeah, hotels.com, she has, a, she has a checkout card. Please rate the service. Well, I never <laughs> sleep in that guest room, well, yeah. so unless someone tells exactly. me, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Well, you, Do I need you to buy are... a topper for it? Do I need a better pillow? Right. Do you have enough blankets? Exactly. All of that stuff. All right. Right. <laughs> Is the headboard squeaking? Because that would be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. All of the things. You want your marriage to get stronger and deeper, right? Well, this is the hidden glue that keeps couples happily in love. First, of course, it's your faith. But researchers just learned that relationships that lack empathy Hmm. are doomed. Many relationships have been torn apart because the partners just don't understand one another. And this is kind of a deep understanding is referred to as empathy, you know, being more aware, sensitive, and intuitive to the one you love. After all, have you ever known someone to be upset because they were too understood? <laughs> he just understands me too much. Right. So empathy is the key. Yeah. Walking a mile in someone else's shoes is how my mom always Recognizing to and appreciating the other's contribution to the house and the relationship and everything that's going on. That's vital, right? So we've been talking for the past few days about my uh, theory that women nesting in the house is never, ever done. At least not in your family. No, I'm talking any family. If it wasn't, then why would places like uh, World Market or Kirkland's even exist? (laughs) Right? And I have more proof that my wife, she continues to nest in this little backyard family fun area that we're putting together. It's never going to be all put together. I'll tell you the latest purchases next. My wife has been proving my theory over and over and over again in the past couple of weeks that the ladies are never done nesting. Guys do not suffer from this. Guys, their house, like they're like, hey, it's good. It's good. We don't need any tchotchkes. We don't need new carpet. We don't need new pots and pans. We don't need, what are those things called? The clop- tongs. We don't need tongs with colored tips that match our decor we're good we don't need to buy anything Do you have else these things <laughs> yes i've never heard of them before <laughs> so anywho I'm, I'm saying that ladies they're they're never done tchotchkeing up or or nesting around the house and, and we bought this lawn furniture and i thought the lawn furniture that was it like we got this landscaping done you know during covid whenever we went home we were like hey let's finish this area back here it'll be nice we can sit out there so we got some pretty nice lawn furniture go out there i thought Done. Nope. That was just the beginning. We had to get a carpet to match. Carpets came. We rolled out the carpets. We got to set the furniture perfectly on the carpets and stuff. We got the the fire pit in the middle. Tracy wants to get a giant clock and hang it off the deck (laughs) because heaven forbid we look at our phone while we're out there to know what time it is. Nope. We need a giant decorative clock. We got little succulent plants to go on the tabletops. And I think that inspired her to think, you know what we need? Big, giant, massive pots with plants and flowers in them all around the area. So we went out and bought not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six giant pots to put around the area. Ooh, that's going to be someone's job to water those every day. I was like, this could be an obstacle course. (laughs) (laughs) Or we have five dogs. One more thing for the dogs to pee on in a spot that we don't want them to pee. (laughs) They're like... 
look at this carpeted potty post they made me. <laughs> right. And and I wanted one thing. I wanted one thing. One thing I saw at like the whatever, the home tchotchke store. I forget which one it was that we were at. One thing that I wanted, and it was a hard no, and it was a gnome, a yard gnome on a bicycle. Aw. And that was a no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I posted it on social media, and most of the ladies agreed with Tracy. They were like, gee, can't imagine why she said no. <laughs> so my one thing that I wanted to tchotchke it up was a, was a no. But not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six giant potted plant things had to have them. Coming up, has dating gone out of style? Do you feel like dating has gone out of style? Well, you may be right. More and more couples prefer to get to know each other as friends long before they introduce any romantic aspect to their relationship. Two-thirds of people surveyed said that was the way they met their current spouse, by being friends first and getting to know each other in a friendship setting. Friends first is a growing trend, especially with people under the age of 30. Yeah, my son Kyle... Uh, he's been in a relationship with a young lady for quite a while now who like very much great kid um kid she's a great young lady um but he had said for the longest times like all the people my age want to do is they just want to hang out and he's like i'm i'm done hanging out um that phase of my life is over i'm not interested in hanging out with more people yeah i mean he's 30 so he's probably well, looking th- for he was the saying, one yeah he was saying this like 3 or 4 years ago he was mm-hmm. so bored yeah. with the let's hang out for a while stuff mm-hmm. you know because it, it was just leading nowhere if i guess from his perspective so anyhow i i, I hear what you're saying though it's i think it's true dating has kind of gone to the wayside and it's been replaced by hanging out The bad news, you may have developed a bad habit that's making you unpopular and lonely. The good news, it's quite fixable. New research discovered that sleep deprivation can be very hard on your social life. When you're exhausted, (laughs) it can lead you to being reclusive and cause people to shy away from you. The part of your brain responsible for you showing empathy and being social is less pronounced hmm. when you're sleep deprived. No kidding. Who knew getting to bed on time and sleeping well could lead to a better social life, maybe even a better love life, you know, dating. Because if you're reclusive, you're not going to meet the right person. Yeah. Tired and grumpy. That's no way to go through life, no, right? it's not. Did you play Barbies when you were a kid or did your child love Barbie dolls? Check out the new line of Barbies that just came out. They're a series of medical role models who've been on the front lines during the pandemic. It's really cool. They got an Asian-American doctor, Audrey Sue Cruz, a New York City Amy O'Sullivan, who treated treated the city's very first COVID patient, and more. Uh, They're actually... Uh, medical people from all over the world that mm. are re- I can't imagine how cool it must be for them to open this box and there's a Barbie doll that looks just like them. Do you want a Taylor Scott Barbie doll? I would not protest that. It would be pretty cool. I don't know what would distinguish me though from But you're so short it would have to be one of the like the <laughs> skipper remember Barbie's little sister or whatever. Doll. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Why is Taylor uh, uh, kid size. Oh, it's not. Oh, I know what I would want them to do. I'd want them to put me on my mountain bike with my um, Star Wars mountain bike helmet. It looks it makes me look like a stormtrooper. That would be a great Taylor Barbie doll. You already know parenting is tough. Coming up, you are going to love these moms and dads who handle the stress of parenting with humor. 
You already know how tough parenting is. That's why you're going to love these moms and dads. They handle the stress of parenting with humor. And these are the three funniest parenting tweets of the week. Uh, Dad tweeted, my six-year-old, can I eat a cookie? Me, finish your dinner first. The six-year-old, my stomach is full except for a circle-shaped space. <laughs> you got to admire you her brilliance, I, right? I can, I can relate to that. That's mm-hmm. happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> a mom named Jessie tweeted, My kids love playing pretend. My nine-year-old pretends to be a dinosaur. My 13-year-old pretends she doesn't know us. <laughs> I know every mom of a, a teenager has been there. Uh, this uh, finally, this last funniest parenting tweet of the week. Before I had kids, I knew exactly how I'd raise them. This morning, I bribed them to get out of bed with a peanut butter marshmallow sandwich. <laughs> Childless me didn't have a clue. <laughs> Those are good. Very interested to check in with our producer Griffin, like we do this time in the yeah. show, because he said their house is being invaded, and he and his wife are at their wits' end. I don't Mm. know what's going on, but I can't wait to find Mm. out. So it's Kevin and Taylor plus Griffin right now because Griff's going to check in with us like he does every time uh, every time during the show this day. So what's going on? Your house is being invaded by something? It is. It's being taken over by something. And my wife and I are... Kind of don't know what to do. Okay, is it now, your now you're you're, free, you're freaking me out a little bit because we just we just binge watch Stranger Things. Yeah. So when you say your house is being taken over by something, that makes me really nervous. Get your mind going, huh? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and we, we thought like we had a plan for this and you know had it under control, but uh, we don't. The house is being taken over by Legos. <laughs> oh. The kids, both of us, especially my son Thatcher, are really into Legos. Uh-huh. And everyone gives them, I think Taylor, you've done it, have given the kids Legos uh-huh. as a gift or something. Yeah. So we just have Legos everywhere. We even bought a Lego table recently for one of their birthdays or something. So you can't be barefoot. No, it can't be. They're all over the floor <laughs> in the toy room. Um, this Lego table, not nearly big enough. It's totally just covered with Legos, and the thing my son likes to do, he'll you know he'll get a dinosaur Lego or whatever, and he builds it, but then he just leaves it there and he puts it on the Lego table. So now the Lego table is just covered with these completed Lego pieces. He never takes them apart to start something new. Or right, that means you need to buy more Legos. And that's what we've been doing. <laughs> They're staying as completed masterpieces. So now we're like on Amazon and Etsy and all these other places looking for storage systems and new tables. Oh and my goodness. That's this whole thing. It is taking over your house. That's yeah, bad. Could you? This is not good. Okay. Maybe you could put a rule in place like my wife has for me mm-hmm. with coffee mugs. If a coffee mug comes in, a coffee mug has to go out. Coffee mug in, coffee mug out. Until a five-year-old kid, he has to get rid of his Legos? No. That's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, you I can can't... tell you haven't had little ones in a while. <laughs> okay, no, no. I, I'm just saying, sometimes you got to lay down the law with this. Or, yeah. or they're at school all day now. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. Mr. Dinosaur Friend could, you know. Oh, my son's memory is. Could disappear. No. Uh, he, he would know immediately. He I'm not saying he wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe he had to, you know what? He had to go play. <laughs> he said he'd be back. <laughs> Just say that there's this monster named Kevin Avery that keeps stealing his Legos. <laughs> hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you have an idea for Griffin about what to do with his kids' Legos. As a former preschool teacher, I have an idea for Griffin. Ooh, we would love to hear it. What we do, because children spend a lot of time and effort building those structures. And then when it's time to clean up, it's sometimes 
very difficult for them. And so what we do is we take a photograph with our iPad, and then they have a photograph of their creation, and then they have to take it apart and clean it up. Ah, there you go. this is brilliant. Leave it to a preschool teacher. There you go. Love so it. So smart. And if that doesn't work, ship them back to Lego Island. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Listen, my son is 35, and I still have his Legos from when he was five. Aww. When he was eight. When he was eight, he said his dream job was to work for NASA. And so he is an aerospace engineer. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> well, if you ever want to unload those Legos, Griff will pay a top dollar for him. <laughs> Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.